Connect and be blessed by the teachings of Pastor Charles Sinyaba, which will enable you to live a distinguished and supernatural life. Pastor Charles Sinyaba is a young and anointed man of God and preacher of the gospel. He is the head pastor of the Hopewell Revival Church, a vibrant supernatural youth church and the praying family, a non-denominational fellowship on KNUST campus. Have an expectation and prepare your hearts to receive from God as you connect to the undiluted word of God. Let's delve into today's message. Give me Philippians chapter 3. I have read this Philippians. It's just only four chapters. But when I read it this week again, I saw the verse 1. My beloved ones, don't ever limit your joy or feel to rejoice in the wonderful experience of knowing your Lord Jesus. So that means if you see, you don't need to have a car before you are excited. Knowing that you are born again should provoke an excitement. I don't mind. Listen, many people don't know that repetition in the Bible is not wrong. Look, I said, I don't mind repeating what I've already written. I've already written you. Because it protects you. That means that he kept reminding them that whenever they appear before God, they should not appear like snails or like tortoises. Appear as people who know God. And, and how do we appear as people who know God? By shouting and jumping and rejoicing. You are sitting there. You are sitting there. Be excited. Ah! Amen. One day, a guy was walking with a girl. One day you'll be walking with a girl too. Hey! Sit down. My, listen, my beloved ones, don't ever limit your joy or fail to rejoice in the wonderful experience. Listen. Now listen to the word of God. That means that it is a wonderful experience in knowing God. And he says, don't limit your joy to only when you receive a miracle. So many Christians have limited their joy or their supernatural joy in God by saying, oh, this week I didn't get Momo, so hey! That's a chance. You know, things are not well. I don't know why God is treating you. Hey! Shout in that ear of that person. Hey! So, if you don't get it, eh, go, listen, 
Listen, he says, my beloved, the lady bounds of proposal. Don't limit your joy. When a tree is cut down, there is hope. So if she bounces you, there is hope. Sit down. Do you know why she bounced you? She wants you to go and prepare very well and come back again. Amen. Sit down. If you joke, I won't preach today. You see, bouncing doesn't mean she doesn't like you. Maybe she wants you to add some few touches. Ladies, I'm lying. It means just go and prepare and come back. Some few touches and come. Touch here, touch here, touch here. Aye. Yes, you are TikTok, but touch here. You have the mustache. Do you have mustache here? My brother, the truth is, she likes you. But touch, touch here. What do you think? <laughs> Amen. So, I want to console any young man who has been bounced this week. Don't worry. Go back to the gym or financial institution. Come back with your chest out. Some of you, when they look at your... I won't continue. <laughs> Amen. Am I saying the right thing? So I don't know, but it, it looks like... What's that? What's man like? I'm about to preach a certain message. You will not hear fear from any lady. You see. <laughs> so guys, relax. Eh? I am just making touches. Say! So relax. Take a seat. Are you ready to take off? Say wow. wow. Hebrews 6. Listen, you must be excited when you come to church. Oh. Some of you, when you go to church. Abba. You are before your father. You see, I'm repeating it, my brother. Don't limit your joy to her proposal. Somebody stopped coming to church because the lady stopped picking his call. Now, what you are not taught, you can't catch. If you are not taught it, you can't catch it. See, some of you, you know many things, but you've not caught many things. You know many things. You know you have math, but you've not caught wisdom as to how, what to use the math for. Whilst others are catching millions with their math, what them concern are they? Wipe your mouth and say, from today... <laughs> Yeah. What the men wipe it? 
Do you know why somebody is doing this? The person killed somebody yesterday. Do you know what the person said? Ah, uh, as a child said, my hands is in the blood, so let me wipe it. Hey! Seven keys, success of Ruth. Seven keys that made Ruth a success. Let me say this. No man becomes successful by accident. There is nothing like oh, she's lucky. Lucky to be called. Listen to me very carefully. It will bless your life and it will change your life. Lucky to be Because when they were shooting him, they didn't say lucky. By the time lucky realized, lucky was down. So there is nothing like me lucky in my brabo. There is nothing like that. You must be intentional about being successful. You must be intentional. Listen, I want to break certain mindset in your mind. Do you know that some of you were Please, if you are under this atmosphere and if you are under this shepherd, you must do well. Let us create man in our image. God did not create a failure. God created a man of dominion. So when Jesus came, he told the disciples, the life you are living is not proportionate to the will of God. So now follow me and I will make something else in you. So that simply means that they were living a life that is below. But when they followed God, they began to live above. I thank God nobody has risen in your family and I thank God you are here to have these keys to rise am I talking to somebody please listen to me anytime you hear the word of God it means your world is about to change Let let me say this if somebody can splash an egg and utter words that can distort your life. Now listen. Do you know that some of you believe in curses more than blessing? You believe it. So some of us are quick to follow people who have cursed you to overturn the curse than being quick to come into the house of God for a blessing. Am I talking to somebody? How many of you have heard that somebody cursed somebody? somebody? And the whole family followed the person. Omoto Aponchi. Why are they scared? Because they know that words have an impact in the world of the person who is hearing the word. So the moment you come to church, put that konyo konyo phone aside. And pay attention to the word. Because the entrance of thy word giveth light. So you see, when the word has an ability to enter your life, darkness must disappear. The reason why there is continuous darkness in your life is there is a lack of a certain word. Where there is a word from God, your world is created anew. If this world has not started experiencing you, it simply 
it means that you've not gotten to know who you are yet. These are the men who have told, who have turned the world upside down. How can fishermen begin to turn the world? They turn the world when their word was turned by a word. They turn their world. So today, I am here speaking to somebody who is a low class. But after the message, you rise. You must rise. That is why every athlete needs a trainer. And they don't only train them to be successful. They also train their mindset to align their body to success. And one thing that sometimes you can see somebody who says, Ah, we send in the body so some people are grown in body but are not matured in mind your greatest battle in life is to battle your mind out of mediocrity into what something great as a man thinketh so he is if you think the word of God you begin to enjoy the blessings of God so today I want to talk to you about a young lady whose husband died but yet made a decision to rise. Your father may have died. Your mother may have died. Businesses may have died. Things may have died but it does not give you the reason why you should fail. My mother is dead. Oh, Pastor Charles, you don't know her. My mother is dead. Hey, me too. My father is dead. Oh, be a baby. Also, then a Oh, Papa, Baby, I've not joined our class yet, but I pray that you not join soon. See, listen, to that. I pray that you don't join soon, but it don't matter what you will join. <laughs> Raymond, are you getting me? Ruth's husband died. It never became the reason why she should give up on God. Some of you have given yourself too many reasons why you are giving up. You see, when God looks at you, eh, you are limiting the power of God and the move of God to one problem. That's your problem. So you ask people, why are you not in school? And they tell you, hey, Pastor Charles, you don't understand. Though. And they give you one, two, three reasons. Now, when you read Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. Uh -huh. So don't allow your hearts to grow dull or lose your enthusiasm, but follow the example of those. Don't allow your heart. Now, let me say this. The state of your heart can determine the state of your life. What you allow into your heart determines how your life is regulated. That is why the Bible says, guard your Don't guide your head. Guard your heart. I know people have had accidents and their head you know, were crashed. But you know, they are still alive. You know why? Their heart has not stopped beating. Is regulated by the heart. When the heart stops, the head stops thinking. Mention somebody. Don't allow your heart to grow down or lose your. But follow the example of those who fully receive what God has promised them. Because of the... now, do you know what it means? Don't follow those who failed, but follow those who made it. It simply means that. There were people who gave reasons for their failure, but follow them who took faith and patience. That means that they also had reasons why they should give up. But as for them, they made up their mind they will not fail. 
Let me say this. The excuse you are giving today, you are not the only one giving it. Equally, the one who is making it has the same excuse. But the reason is that they have made a decision to follow those who through faith. Listen. George, are you getting me? Every one of you had reasons why you think you can't do it. But the Bible is admonishing us. Don't allow your heart to grow down. It's a decision you must make. God does not make a decision for you to be successful. He has given you the will to be successful and he has given the will to become a failure. You choose one. He said today I present to you life and death. Choose one. Many people have decided to choose death by the decisions they make. Many young guys today have chosen the path of failures. But today we are choosing the path of Ruth. A young lady who began life has baptized but vision kept her alive. Can I say this? It may hurt you, but let me say this. Your father is permitted to die, but your vision in your heart is not permitted to die. It is appointed for every man to die once. Now, have this word at the back of your mind that the people around you can die, but the vision in you should not die. That's what Paul said, I press on. Forgetting everything behind. Philippians 3.13. Forgetting everything behind. Forgetting my father's death behind. Forgetting the excuse behind. There is something that must be put behind you and press on. Press on. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do want compelling focus and it's our year of focus. Don't allow the excuses. Don't allow the weakness. Don't allow the... Listen. Where there is a will, there is a way. You are not willing. That's so no way has been made. Too much excuses will keep you grounded. Any man who is determined will always crush everybody. You were born in that family to give birth to a different family. You were not born to repeat the mistakes. You were born to come there as a light to correct the mistakes. Too much excuses will keep you stuck at one place. You are not too young to make it. But you are too wrong to think you are too young to make it. Today, have that mindset. Live here with the mindset. No matter what. Kubakata. Jesus got to the point whereby he wanted to give up. He went to the garden of Gethsemane. And the father showed him the glory ahead. Not my will. That means if it were to be my will, I would have given up. But I realized that the race is not to him that willeth. You don't will it. It is God who has willed you. Listen. I am talking to, listen, I may not be talking to everybody, but I'm talking to one Ruth in the midst. Who must make up his or her mind that no matter what, you will matter. I forget all the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. You see, it talks about the heart. So you realize that Apostle Paul accomplished much by the state of his heart. 
When Satan is able to get to your heart, he has got into your life. So every day, blast your heart with the word of God. Blast your heart. Keep listening. When we're coming, I was listening to Dr. Kujibemba, blasting my heart. Why am I saying this? One day in the book of John, today my quiet time, and Jesus said to Mary Magdalene, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me. Now Mary Magdalene was giving Jesus a different report. Jesus, if you were here, my brother wouldn't have died. Jesus, you are wicked. Jesus, you are. Some of you, that's how you talk to God. God, are you real? No, I started about BBC. Huh? I don't think God is real. No, she told her to know because I'm concerned. Into a tip bit in the boss, or this or a spiritual. It's not also a kind of dream movie. Be now, I see. Nana Jenny Air Cancel. Like a dream movie, ask the man who will be walking and stand this way. And there will be a voice talking behind. Should I propose to her? Why is God treating me this way? What have I done wrong? Where did I go wrong? Didn't Pastor Charles say, serve the Lord and he shall bless? I am a dancer, but things are not dancing. I No, I started rhyming. God does not need rappers. He needs faithful men. Martha said, Jesus, you don't have to wait until then. Jesus said to Martha, you don't have to wait. Martha was giving Jesus a bad report. And Jesus said, hey, shut up. Follow me. Who through faith? Some of you, you talk too evil. You, you complain too much. Or you talk to some people, Pastor Charles, you don't understand. You know, things are not really well. Or just all kinds of No. I understand you. Equally, my father died when I needed God the most. I, I wrote on my status that many of our questions can never be answered by any man. When we get to heaven, you will answer all our questions. There are many things we may not understand now. There were many things you didn't understand when you were young. But as time went by, nature brought every explanation to every question. You understood why your parents were doing certain things. When I was young, I thought my, I felt like my mom loved my brother so much that every morning my mother would channel to my brother. Every morning. My brother who was in the university was getting everything he wanted. And I was getting Gary and Shetok. And I vowed that if I make it, I will separate, I will build my house differently from them. My brother is the one who has even hired the house. When I was young, I thought like a young boy. But when I grew, I thought otherwise. I know some of you equally like me, you've made certain decisions. Should I come here? Ruth is like you and I. Now, the Bible is real. Now, do you know that in your, when you give birth to your children, if you tell your children some 10 years to come that there was a time the world did not, no plane traveled, they will not believe it. How many of you know they will not believe it? That no flight took off, there was no plane, every plane was packed for almost one year. They say, oh, da, no, no, da, okay, hey. Why wouldn't they believe it? Because it didn't happen to their day. But in our day, we saw it. How you could not even hug your own mother. Now, a time is coming when you tell your children that a time came you could not even hug. They will not believe it. 
You don't believe it. But to them that believe it, he gave them power. Now you see, why am I saying this? We may not be in the days of Ruth. Doesn't mean that we should doubt the story of Ruth. The same way, your children will come sometime. You begin to tell them some things. Oh, in our day, like when our parents tell us, 83 will come, we say, man, the way they say it, you know, you may not believe it. That's the same way I'm preaching about a young lady who got married early in her life and a long life. You see, she least expected her husband to die. She didn't really expect it. Many of you never expected your parents to live so early. Many of you never expected to come from a poor family. Nobody has evil expectations. But life, you can't predict life. So, I read the whole book of Ruth and I came to a conclusion that there were keys she used. Number one, she was a risk taker. A risk taker. Many people don't want to take risk in life. Many young boys today are too conscious of their body. There is a young guy I'm so proud of. So proud of him. Hard working guy. And I'll come to that point. That's why I posted him this week. He took the advice I gave him. And I realized that this guy is a wise guy. Why am I saying this? I made the business. Now the business class, the next meeting is going to be brutalicious. I am going to share with you the wisdom keys from King Solomon. I may not be into business, but I have an anointing for you if you obey. The business people, you bless that at last. And I gave him one wisdom. You, now is not the time to do delivery. Do your own delivery. Deliver it to your people, your customers. Know them now. So now I realize that he gets his own package, no good, no address nice, and he delivers it at his doorstep. You are building network. It's wisdom. Wisdom. Oh yeah, so my delivery guy will come. As I now, you have started a small business in your own. What's that delivery guy? I'm not breaking Junior's business. I'm saying that know the extent of your business before you go to it. It's wisdom. We started on one more room and yeah, also here delivery. Dancing here, it's it. Dancing anywhere, any. Only room at your midway design. Let me not go there. It's a business people. Ruth was a young girl, but she was willing to take risk. Young men in our day, many young guys and many young boys don't want to take risk. They want to sleep and wake up rich. Where there is no risk taking, there is no rich making. You don't take a risk, forget about riches. Even Satan, when he wants to give you riches, you have to take a risk. What is the risk? Kill your mother. Kill your boyfriend. Kill something. You must be willing to take a risk if you want to see riches. Ruth had a husband. And who knows what happened? Ruth chapter 1. The husband died. And Ruth said, my husband may have died, but my God is not dead. Listen. You can't predict life. But no matter what comes your way, be willing to take risk. Because staying at one place does not bring any change. It is when you take steps that brings change. Am I preaching to somebody? 
Ruth chapter 1 verse 16. Some of you don't like messages like this. You want, I see the Lord changing your level from 1 to 25. Will you promote somebody whom you have not trained? Will you give a gun to a child in as much as I love now this baby? She's my baby girl, okay? I, I'm leaving the house and because I love her so much, I give her AK-47. Some of them don't buy. By the time I realized, why? She has not been trained to use it. So God will never give you what you have not trained yourself to use. You can pray about it. Does not mean that God will give it to you. That is why it is very expedient to grow quickly. Maturity is a must in God. When you don't master many things in God, no prayer will be answered. Many of you are praying to get married, but when God looks at you and your kind of actions, when your husband is not in, you, who are you talking to? You want to know everything. Who was that girl you were talking to? Why did you talk to her for far too long? When I was in my mother's room, was I talking to you? You two were a guy. You are too insecure. When your wife is at the workplace, you go and you monitor the office. It's, you know, your wife is a lawyer and she's at the office and like this, give me away, give me away. Now I say, oh, gentlemen, what is it? Husband, monitoring spirit. We have many monitoring husbands. And they give false allegations to their wives. You're not matured. Let me say this. God will not give it to you because you prayed for it. When God sees your capacity in him, God answers capacity, not prayer. That was why David said to King Saul, King Saul was asking David, are you sure you can conquer Goliath? And say, my king, I'm not a small boy. Don't mind the body, mind the engine. My God. I was about to say something. If I say it, yeah, you guys. My God. There are some guys who are slim. But don't. Ah. See, it means that you guys are mature. Do you understand spiritual things? King Saul asked David, Are you sure you can conquer this man? And the young man said, Listen, oh king, you are not talking to a young man, you are talking to a young man who has conquered lions. He was telling him his capacity. Because he was saying, listen, do you know me? King. You see, if you see a lady check you top and down. I'm telling young men, let me, let me advise you. If you see a, a lady check you away you. And you This is a mystery. You better clap. God does not just answer prayer. So you clap your hands. No! When God tests your capacity, He answers it. So build capacity. Build it. Many people are praying to meet Boaz. But they are not willing to know what Ruth did that caused them to meet Boaz. Don't pray for destiny helpers when you are not even concerned about your own destiny. 
Now, no, the other help on one destiny. Now, there are people I can ask them, What do you want to do? If I, I can teach you some people, I'm not saying I can give 5,000. Let me correct it before you come and ask me. Suppose, Wow, can you be now? Make it. There are people I can intentionally ask them, I want to know their mental capacity. And I'm like, if somebody gives you, let me, let me put it this way. When somebody gives you 5,000 Ghana, what would you want to do? with have to say, But this person is praying for financial breakthrough. There is no plan. Two things go together, prayer and planning. You are praying for something you are not prepared for. So prayer, planning, and preparation brings breakthroughs. Some of you, if I ask you 5,000 grand, what would you do now? I say, oh, my, my brother will give you one. Pastor Charles, oh, no, no, we can not share on. Oh, shut up, we can No, yes, say, Hey, impartation. Ruth was a risk taker. She was willing to take risk. She didn't give herself an excuse. My husband is this. What will happen to me? She didn't care. Ruth 1.16. Uh-huh. And Ruth said, Urge me not to leave you or to turn back from following you. For where you go, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. Now, do you know what this verse means? Ruth took the risk to travel to a place she has never been. For instance, I am from Navrungu. Okay? And I meet somebody I don't know. And I put my life at risk and I tell the person... Though I don't know you, I don't know your people, I don't know where you are going, but I will risk my life to follow you. She was willing to risk her life to go to a place she has never been. Naomi said, I am going back to my people. And Ruth said, urge me not to leave you or to turn back from following you. For where you go, I will go. She was taking a risk. Do you know why? Naomi was telling Ruth, go to your people. And Ruth said, no, I will not go. I'm taking the risk to follow you. I may not know where you are going, but I know that this decision I'm taking will change my life. Sometimes, when you are following God, he doesn't tell you where he's taking you. But take the risk in following. I'm telling you, God never told me we'll be here this time. He only made me follow him. He appeared to Abraham, Genesis chapter 12, and told Abraham, go out of your father's house to the land I will he said to the land, I am showing. Another name for risk is faith. Men of faith are men who take risk. Genesis chapter 22. God spoke to Abraham. Go and kill your son. Is it not a risky thing? You waited almost all your life for a son. And after God gave you the son, God tells you to go and kill the son again. Many people are not willing to take risk. They will tell you, what if? What if I go and nothing happens? What if I start a business and it dies? What if the girl will bounce? She bounced. You're not the first bouncer. Pastor Charles, have you been bounced before? It does not matter to you. You bounce me, I go to the next chapter. In the Bible, we have first Timothy and second Timothy. First John, second John, third John. My God here, am I preaching? If first John does not work, second John will work. Don't give up, my brother. Take risk. Every businessman will tell you this, take risk. Every businessman will tell you, take risk. If you are not willing to take risk, you will die as a pauper. David took a risk. 
at the end, he was enthroned as a king. Any man who takes risk has an end resource. Take a risk. Take a risk. You are waiting for things to happen. You'll be dreaming on your bed till you die. On Ube Ube dreaming at we now about She took the risk to travel with Naomi to Judah, her hometown. Instead of going back to her own family, she sacrificed to be with Naomi and vowed her life to be with her for the rest of her days. Hey, it would take risk to see a change of resource. That was number one key success of Ruth. She was a risk taker. Many want to be root in the Bible, but they don't want to know her roots of what made her root. Now listen. Don't be clapping away the things. Because some of you clap like this. Hey, stop, 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 stop. I'm not willing to take I'm not, I'm not willing to take any risk. I can't. My heart. Hey. Why not come to me, Moja? Me, I didn't want to be a nurse because I could not stand blood. But as time went on, I drink blood. Communion wine. <laughs> Number two key, Ruth was a determined person. Uh, listen, you see, I'm connecting them. Risk takers are determined people. And Some of them made decisions that broke them through. If Satan can give, God can give. David broke through at age 17. I found thy ways and I ate them. And in my mouth, it felt like honey. But in my stomach, it was bitter. When you find the word of God, eat it. What you eat will determine your beauty. Some of you is not your real color. The things you are eating. That is why there are some ladies who were in primary because they were eating that anti mumuni mwache coin coin. So you could not see their real color until you came to the mission and said, huh. Boy, it's a Regina. Boy, my mistake. Boy, my mistake. Hey, boy. The ones you'll be fighting on the desk with now, you'll be fighting with them in the plane. How many of you have fought with a lady on a desk? I used to fight a, a certain lady with a desk. Fair colored girl. So when I went to my mother, I said, when you fight with somebody, she'll become your wife. I said, Since then, I did not fight with her again. Because the way this guy could insult me at primary. Now, if I imagine 72 minutes, I said, Clap your hands for Jesus. She was a risk taker. Number two, a determined person. Men of determination are men who overcome every circumstance in life. Listen, you may be coming for a poor family, but your determination through the anointing can break you out. I'm telling you life. No spirit can keep a determined person down. Let me repeat it. No evil spirit can put down a man who is determined to rise in God. No demon is too strong to keep you down as far as your determination is in the Lord. Or family altar. Or one of the builders are altar. If somebody built it, somebody can dismantle it. 
Ruth 1.18. From the life of Ruth, we learn that no one can say no to a determined person. Barriers are lifted when determination becomes the key. Barriers are lifted when determination is a key in your hands. You go to this one, they suck you, you go to another one. You knock on this door, it doesn't open, you go and knock on another door. Because there are other several doors, not only one door. That's why I keep telling some guys, you will bounce because probably your muscles were not up to standard. But they are telling you, go and come back. Yes, you were chewing your fingernails. Ladies don't like guys who chew their fingernails. We will chew it. If you don't like it, stop. What about ladies if you're also talking to them? No, you see. See, it's a boom, Sam. Hey, I don't do it. Were you so weak? One year. So you see. Oh, yeah, adjustment. How many remember the olden day cassette? We are not a freezer where you every. Some weeks are like cassettes. Hey! To the one I came, I didn't see the person behind me. Was, ah. But the wig has covered the face. One day, a man entered his own house. His own wife was sitting and asked the lady, who are you? Because what he knows in the bedroom was different from what was sitting in the sitting room. Wig, makeup, yamuzi, everything yamuzi. He said, ah, please, who are you? I said, my, I'm your wife. He said, no, 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 no. You're not my wife. The lady had to go and wash her face. He said, baby, I'm the one. Hey! What happened? He said, touches, touches. Tell somebody determination. Number one, you must be willing to take risk. Take a risk, oh. Take a risk. Your father didn't take a risk. That's why you are still in that compound house. He would have taken a risk to buy a land. He should have. This lady, I was talking to her mother. The mother took a risk. They built, is it five bedroom? Now, the house, when I entered, the mother loves me so much. She said, I must come and bless them. So I was able to keep close to bless her house. She took me to the master bedroom. When I was with oil. I entered the master bedroom. I entered big compound. You can pack about four, five cars there. Am I like, yeah, 10 crowd, big compound. And when the mother came recently, I went to meet her. She said, even the own family members are shocked that she has bought that house. Because they thought they were going to fight over family property. The mother took the step of faith. Boom, five bedroom house. If you say, now, some of you are waiting for help. Be the helper of your own destiny. My uncle said, you come and take me when I get first class. It will be under because of your uncle. We don't know where. We don't know where they were. Take your own risk. Don't wait for anything. Help came to root when Naomi realized that she was determined. Help will only reach determined people, not people who are sorrowful. <laughs> somebody. You see, that's what the scripture says. Arise and you must do the rising before God helps you to shine. You must arise. You must arise. Nobody was born poor. The same brain function in your head is the same brain function in somebody's head. Just that you have refused to use your head. And that's why you see, let me tell you the truth. Riches are expert in using heads that are being refused to think it. They, they, when they realize that your head, why are you so old, Babu Seneca? 
Omudobe sacrifice. Because omu no man ye. Uzu baya uza be obobomoka and you may doboko. Oh. Better no ponko. Tibia migraine. And you migraine, yada no ponko. It took one above and because of who could meet us among quantum. To person a tioya so be determined am I talking to somebody we learn that no one can say no to a determined person now listen to me no, you see some uncles say they only watch how determined you are they are willing to help you but they want to see whether they are investing their money to a foolish boy or a wise boy so they will not give the help to you they want to see whether you are really serious give me the meaning of determination so they will check like they have the money uncle I want to go they want to see determination do to see seriousness. Why didn't Naomi say no to Ruth? One, because she saw determination. Look at when Naomi saw that Ruth was determined to go, she said no more. Nobody says no to a determined person. Listen, Naomi was insisting that Ruth should go back, but when she saw that Ruth was determined, Naomi said, Okay, I've seen determination. Let's go. People don't want to travel with fools. They want to travel with determined people. Because along the line, when issues become hard, they don't want you to become a burden to them. I'm preaching to people. How many of you are being blessed? Wilfred, your father and your mother, they were only blessed to bring you on to. Don't be depending on them. Take risk. Be determined. Let me say this. No dog can say no to a determined man. Mark my word. When Naomi saw that Ruth was determined, he was willing to go with her. When Naomi saw, people must see your determination. They must see it. That you are determined. Your helpers must see. Your helpers must see. People, are, your colleagues must see that this guy, she's a serious guy. Don't you know that there are some people who are serious? Now, as a student, don't you even know some serious students? Hey, what are you serious? Your siblings must know. Your father must know. Everybody around you must know that you are determined. The moment they get to know you are determined, help will always reach out to you. Naomi could not say no when there was determination. Number three, Ruth was not an idle person. What is determination? Be quick. Determination is the commitment to achieve your goals. You commit yourself to achieve it. Whether rain or shine, I will not back out. Regardless of the challenges you might experience. So that means that Ruth had challenge. What was her challenge? Naomi. But she said, Naomi or no one, Naomi, no wahala wahala. We have many lazy people. They are easily tired. You are always tired. Many lazy young girls who want somebody. Do you know what they say? Somebody's son will find me. What would they find you doing? Now, we don't marry people who are lazy. What are you also bringing to the table? You see, every idle woman it's a complaining woman. Mikhail was always complaining. David, why are you dancing like that? If she was also busy working, she wouldn't have found things to complain about David. The king went for war. That's what Solomon wrote. When Solomon saw the mistake of Mikhail, he wrote Proverbs 31 woman. Go read it. Every busy woman is not a complaining woman. When you check me, now when someone cut them, such a check. Ruth was not an idle woman, even though she was in a strange land. Now, when she followed Naomi to a strange land, she did not say, "Hey, how the minimum be entering on?" Um, Obi my so they mean compare me. When she got to a strange land, 
she did not put up a lazy attitude. Number one key, she was a risk taker. Number two, she was a determined person. Number three, she was not an idle woman. What am I saying is, Ruth chapter 2 verse 2. Don't be a lazy person if you want to rise. Ruth was not lazy, so don't be lazy. Her husband died. It was not an excuse to become lazy. Your father may have died. It's not an excuse for you to be lazy. Some of you are lazy too much. That's why God cannot even help you. Satan even wants to help you, but your laziness is, is too much. How many of you want to help some people, but their level of laziness is quite only so this kind of manner. There are some weird guys around. If you give them money, you know what they are going to do with the money for. You don't want to give them money to them. You know, you know exactly what they want to do. Ruth chapter 2 verse 2. And Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, let me go to the field and glean. Now, Ruth is in a different town. For instance, I travel from here to Sunyan. I don't know anybody there. And I tell the woman I follow, let me go to the field and glean among the ears of the grain after him in whose sight I shall find favor. She doesn't know where she was going, but she knew that as far as she steps out, there will be a work. Step out and there will be work out there for you. And Ruth, the Moabite, said to Naomi, let me go to the field. There is a field you must go to. Stop sitting and wishing that things will come to you. Ruth did not sit idle. Her, her husband was dead, though, but she took the race to travel. And she was determined. She insisted. Number two, she was not idle. She could have said, oh, me no be our area. I mentioned them. Oh, let me go to the field and glean. She didn't know anybody there. She didn't have any connection, but she had a determination. You may not know anybody. You may not have any connection, but the vision in your heart must be your connection. Let me repeat it. No door can shut to a man who is willing to take a risk, who is willing to take a decision of determination. Let your mind be, it, it is possible. Hey, some of you, the mindset they have is what has made them who they are today. Let me go to the field and glean. And Naomi said to her, go my daughter. Go. Naomi saw that Ruth was a day. There were two girls who, but one story ended in chapter one. One story continued. So listen, a decision you make today can determine how your story can progress. Now, Naomi and Oprah were two girls whose husband had died. Once destiny is not head of a game because she didn't make any risk-taking decision. Your father's parents, your, 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 your father's marriage did not work. Take the risk and make it work. Men are always busy and occupied. Just know that about your husband. And be the one to do the little, little things. Don't complain. Take the risk to be the one to do the little, little things. Don't expect your husband to also do it. You see, that's the social media trend now. Hey, my husband got, got to do this. I got to do this. Yo, gotta, gotta, gotta. Master, social media people come and tell you nice things, and they sit to the husband with, his, with a microphone in a mama's mass band. And he's in the kitchen, and he's gonna help me out. Hey, in reality, it's not so. They want views. Let me tell you, they want views on YouTube. How my husband used to so used not to, and now it's also your youngest son, the only. He said something very profound. He said, every marriage needs the wisdom of God. Because if I teach you, now there are some things you can learn about somebody's marriage. But don't let the same, he said, don't apply the same keys. Because they are a rugged man. 
Let me not go there. Maybe for, for someday. Don't be idle. Idleness will cripple your destiny. She made a decision to travel. Now as I'm talking to one of our sons just landed in London today. Ronnie. When he was going to the airport, Papa, I'm at the airport. I've, I've done check in. I'm waiting for my flight. Just this morning, I woke up and he said, I'm in London. Ronnie, the, the, the guy who used to stand the last week of the testimony, he's in London now. Hey? Do you know that we are not poor and we can't be poor? Do you know why? When you play your part of the covenant, God will fulfill his part. Do your part. You see, the door open. When I say work for God, work for God, don't use your own connection. Yeah, I got a connection. So don't be idle. Ruth said, let me go to the field. Don't be idle. Instead of using your body for sex for things, why don't you rather use your body for work and get the things you could have used? Sex is work, so why don't you do the original work? Because opening your leg is not easy. Am I preaching to somebody? Now ask the prostitute people the number of medicine they have to take for their body. It's not, I'm telling you. Eh? Instead of having sex with somebody's father, why don't you rather become a risk taker? And make it and enjoy it. Having to rest, when you make it, there is a way you spend your money. Open your leg, press stars. The old man will say, I don't like this star. I don't like this star. I don't like it. So, young girl, you are doing all the stars. Why don't you know all the business links and start a business? Eh? You may think I'm joking. How long can you use your body to get the things you are using your body for? The sex now we're having it now, to have an iPhone 12. I report it will come. You have to have sex for it. It is the sex for phones. Why don't you work hard and have your money to buy what you want? Hard work does not kill because God is still working. Because you see, even a man throwing your waist is not easy. I'm telling you. Don't act as if you don't know. Some of you are giving. Are you from a different planet? Why do you think some of you have to take some drugs for some minutes? Because it is work. Am I preaching? You get that you understand. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 4 to 5. Idleness can cripple your destiny. So you realize that number one, Ruth's husband died, but it was not a reason. Some of you don't give too much reasons why you are having sex around. You are sleeping around because your parents don't have. So is that the right way? Would you teach your children to do the same thing if you don't have money? I don't know why I'm serious about it. I'm serious. I don't know why. Do little business because Ruth didn't just marry a rich man. She started from saying, let me go to the field. She was not shy to say, I'm going to green on a field. Don't be shy to do small business. Everything great starts small. Encourage yourself by saying, let me start something small. At the end of the day, you are not using your body for things. And no man can ever say, this guy has slept with her for things. No, 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 no. You see, have that integrity to a point whereby no man can say, I made you. No man can say, I made you. Have that integrity. 
Be content with the little apart. When God blesses you, you change your level. If God has not blessed you, maintain what you have. He that is faithful in the little much will be given. If this is the shoe I have, this shoe I have worn it throughout the week, but I'm wearing it on Sunday. Has he cautioned you? Why do you put pressure on yourself to do things that do not matter? Why? This is what God has given me. So I'm faithful in wearing it until he brings me another one. I am not in a competition to please her. Because at the end of the day, men and men please me, please this argument. Because maybe what I have is more better than hers. If you don't have money to do your hair, wash it. From Kutufen, Netichiri. A time is coming, you do all the styles. But for now, be faithful with the letter. Now look at, look at this. Look, look at Proverbs chapter 10 verse 4. He said, he becomes poor who, who works with a little slack and idle hand. Poverty will reach out to you. You don't invite him. It will reach out to you when you are idle. Poverty will invite himself in your life when he sees that you don't do anything with it. You wake up in the morning, you don't do anything. Idleness. <laughs> Proverbs chapter one. He said the woman wakes up before daybreak. Yes, Emma. Obedi was already ten. Be an suspect. Maybe seven half an hour. Sorry, seven, seven. Slackers will know what it means to be poor when you are idle. You know what poverty is. While the hard workers become wealthy, so hard work makes you healthy and wealthy. Because when your body does not work or move, you become sick. When you move in exercise, when you don't have lawyer for you have walking fair, walk, 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 walk. Clap for Esther Brown. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 24. Esther Brown can walk. I said, my God. My daughter can walk from Brunei to Africa. From Africa to where? She can do it. She say, today I'm going to walk. Okay. That's why she's smallish and cute. When you don't like walking, you become obese. Oh, oh. Yesterday I met some man. He's very, I mean, he has money. He has a car. He said, I parked my car because I realized that I'm being too comfortable, so I want to walk. So he has parked the car. Two cars. <laughs> I have a car. Range over. Lankus. Range, Lankus. Range, Lankus. Range. You don't have it now. Use the one you have. Use what you have now. That was what Ruth did, and she became successful. That's what I always say. Follow them who through faith and patience. What are we talking about? We are following Ruth. She took risk. She was determined. She was not an ideal lady. Don't be, if you want to become an ideal lady, don't become an ideal girl. Listen, anxious brings fear and depression. But a life giving word of encouragement can do wonders to restore joy to the heart. Don't be anxious for nothing. But the Bible says, in prayer and supplication, let your request be known unto God. Anxiousness brings depression. But a life giving, so what am I doing? I'm giving you life word of encouragement that can do wonders to restore joy. As I'm preaching, I'm letting you know that no matter the family you are coming from, you can still rise. Am I preaching to somebody here? 
Number four. The four men testified about how hardworking Ruth was. There was a testimony about how hardworking she was. When you are working in the place, don't forget you are working with people. And their testimony about your life can determine the speed in life you must enjoy. Do you know that when they want to promote you in life, sometimes they can say, your boss can ask people around you, what do you think about this person? They're asking things about you. So the foreman, when I say the foreman, the one who was looking after Ruth, there was somebody who was superseded. The man gave a testimony about who Ruth was. Ruth chapter 2, verse 6 to 7. Ruth's hard work gave her unemployment. She was given a slot to work with Boaz when Boaz heard about her diligence at work. Her hard work. Her hard work. My brother, are you getting what I'm trying to say? When you get an opportunity to work in a place, work hard so that the people around you can testify that this person is hardworking. Don't lazy about it. Some, you see, one attitude about Ghanaians is when they want an opportunity or a work, they fight, they pray. When they get it, they become idle. They become idle, lazy. Yes, read it quickly. Now, and the servant set over the reapers and said, she's a Moabitish girl who came back with Naomi from the country. Huh? Verse 7, let's see. Let's see what is there. And she said, I pray you. Let me, and she, see, she was giving reports about who Ruth was. And she said, gather after. So she came and she has continued from early morning till now. The man was giving a testimony about who Ruth was to Boaz, which was later going to be the husband of Ruth. And she said, this little when she came, she came early in the morning and since morning to now she's been working. So that was the testimony about the foreman about Ruth. Be very careful in life. There are people watching you and their testimony to a high authority can determine your promotion. She came and she has continued from early morning till now, except when she rested a little in the house. The girl was hard working. She was not lazy. Some of you work later, you are tired. You go to a later class, better for five hours. Class two hours, the rest is five hours. Why did not break? And what happened? Verse 8. And Boaz said to Ruth, listen, my daughter. When Boaz heard the report about Ruth, he said, Ruth, do not glean in any other field or leave this one, but stay here and close. So that means that immediately, you don't, I don't need your certificate. The testimony I heard about you, I've employed you right now. Wait, do you understand? When the foreman gave a testimony about who Ruth was, her hard work, when the boss came, the boss immediately promoted her because of a testimony. When you find yourself at a place, when you get an opportunity to work in a place, don't misuse it. Because the one you are working with will be the one to give an information about you to your boss that can determine the promotion of your life. The foreman gave Boaz the info. And now he said, do not glean to another field. I've employed you now. That was the one key of Ruth. It will be very careful. I don't know, you don't, you don't like my message, eh? Last point. Ruth was a thanksgiver. Learn to thank people who became a blessing to you. Ruth chapter 2 verse 10. Give me the verse 10. Learn to thank people who became a blessing to you. Then she fell on her face, bowing to the ground, and said to him, Why have I found favor in your eyes that you should notice me when I'm a foreigner? She bowed as a son of a thanksgiver. Ruth had a lifestyle of thanking people and acknowledging people who have helped her. Never be ungrateful. One man of God said something very profound. He said, Ungratefulness is wickedness in disguise. 
Anytime you become ungrateful to the men God has used and to the people God is using in your life, know that you are treading to the path of our death. Because any ungrateful man will end up as a dying man. Gratitude brings life. Ungratefulness grounds life. It grounds your life. Tap your neighbor and say, is Pastor Charles blessing you? Lawrence, are you getting me? Sugar. She bowed down to the ground and said to Boaz, bowing down is a sign of honor. Learn to honor people above you. You see, now let me correct this situation. Many young people here are proud and arrogant. We talk anyway because we think that our beard is equal to age and experience. You have big bottles, that's not mean you have big brains. You can have this. Uh, uncle, we are Miss Sandal. Many people have fought with their parents here. Insulted your parents. Now, many young guys are fighting to have beard because they think that's what makes you a man. What makes you a man is not beard. It's not sexual styles. It's your ability to use your brains to manufacture the future or to, to progress in the future. <laughs> Instead of building this foundation, build here. This produces <laughs> this. It's not the number of my baby. Where dear my say, I can't put him a crash him. Then she fell down. When she realized that she was noticed, she gave a sign of thanksgiving. Learn to thank people. Send official letter and say thank you. Thank you for helping me. Many of you don't know how to thank people. When people do you good, send them a message. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. It's a sign of honor. It's a sign of honor. Don't think that people should know that you are grateful. How do I know you are grateful? Just because you smiled? No. Learn to make an official statement of thanksgiving. Go to the person and say, I have come back to say thank you. Learn that. Ruth, after that, fell on her face, bowed to the ground and said to him, why have I found favor? She realized that the favor was too much. She said, no boss, let me thank you. Many of you have never thanked the people who connected you to some people. That's why they've never minded you again. Life is all about connection. Though. Number one, your first connection must be with to God and number two, to a man. A man will be excited to connect you to another man when they realize that you were grateful to the first connection. Don't be too proud and arrogant to say no when you have to say yes by bowing. I know you don't like my message, but I don't care. Ruth was accountable. Have somebody who be accountable in life too. Many of us have nobody to be accountable to. We take our own decision. We do the things we want. We go places we want. We buy things we want. Nobody is, you see, we don't have anybody being our guide. Ruth had somebody she was accountable to. Ruth chapter 2 verse 18 to 22. Let me say this. Anyone who is not accountable to anybody is living a life who is regulated and ruled by Satan. If you don't have anybody you are accountable to in life, know that you are living a life that is full of distraction. Why am I saying this? The Bible says pride goes before the fall of a man. A proud man is a man who refuses instruction. That's why you realize that in the book of Proverbs, Solomon kept writing letters to his My dear son, pay attention to these words. Your attention to a certain word will determine the life you tread upon. How did Jesus become successful? Because he was accountable to a man. He was accountable to God. Who are you accountable to in life? Who can tell you to sit down and who can tell you to go and not to go? Ruth was accountable to Naomi. 
You must be accountable to somebody you respect. Someone who can look in the eyes and say, you are a stupid boy. And not be afraid. Some of your parents can't tell you that you are foolish. This guy is acting foolish. I can tell him. He doesn't know. You must have somebody who you must be accountable to. They can look at you and say, sit down. Don't be foolish. Don't be silly. How many of you don't have people like that? Be honest. Like, as a one no, no, no. No, area more. People don't talk about your issue. Oh, Auntie Becca. Hey, Auntie. Auntie, me Pharaoh pa. Me Pharaoh. Why? Such people, they will never be successful. Because wherever you are going, somebody has been there before. And they are the touch light. And they are the traffic light. Red means what? Yellow means what? So even we human beings, we respond to machine. How much more you human beings not responding to another human being? You know that red means what? Yellow means what? So you must have somebody who is a, a traffic light in your life. Who can say, Stop! Another person can say, get ready. Another person can tell you, go. Because red means stop because there is a distraction ahead. Yellow means get ready means there is an opportunity ahead. Green means go because there is clearance. There are people, I don't talk about that matter. I'm telling you today, I don't talk about that matter again because I realize that they are proud. You can't advise them. You tell them this, they don't want to do it. Naomi was the prophetess of Ruth. You mention Moses, you can have Joshua. You mention Elijah, you can have Elisha. You mention Charles Nyaba, Pastor Elvis. I have, I'm telling the truth, I have somebody. I have somebody. Don't think you are too big to be corrected. I'm telling you the truth. Humble yourself and let somebody tell you, sit down. Yesterday I was talking to somebody. I see every head has a head. <laughs> In every class, we have a, a class captain. In every class, class, we have a teacher. In every teacher, we have a headmaster. headmaster, we have a proprietor. Every head has a head. Look at this. And she took it up and went into the town. She knew her mother-in-law and she gleaned. Uh, be quick. And her mother-in-law said to her, Where have you gleaned today? Where did you work? Blessed be the man who noticed you. So Ruth told her. Ruth reported. How somebody you report to? Your moral life, your financial life, your academic life. How somebody you are reporting to. Somebody you can be transparent to. And let me tell you this. Never and ever play with people who want to know what is happening in your life. They are the greatest gift ever. I'm telling you. People are interested in your life. Ruth became Ruth because of Naomi. Elisha became Elisha because of Elijah. Joshua became Joshua because of Moses. Who are you becoming because of someone? Don't think what being too much in two days will be able to be too for what being on class or what being on the because dancing being ahead. That's one of the major issues of today. Many talented people don't sit down. Many beautiful young girls don't listen to their parents. Many handsome guys don't. It's like catastrophe all over. Why? They don't want to submit to anybody. But one of the key sources of Ruth was she was submissive to the authority of Naomi. Now, when she came back from work, she reported. She said, I went and worked today with Boaz. Verse 20. Be blessed be he who da, 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 the man is. And Naomi said to her, the man is nearer to her. So Naomi, now it got to a point. Naomi taught Ruth what to do. It was Naomi's instruction. That gave Ruth Boaz. She told her bath. It was Naomi who told Ruth to bath. Do you know that? Do you know? Do you know? That means now Ruth on time page Naomi Kasango, her, 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 her
You see, you may think I'm joking. You must have somebody, when you look at the way you dress, you say, no, no, this dressing no, no, it doesn't fit you. Go and change it. And you will humbly go and change it. You must have somebody like that. I know people here who acknowledge me, at, they acknowledge me as somebody. When I tell them, they don't think twice. There are people who have to say it and 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 say it. Now I'm saying it. I'm telling you. Ruth was accountable to Naomi. Who are you accountable to? Jesus was accountable to God. Charles never is accountable to Pastor Obis. I tell him everything, everything. When I say everything, he knows everything, everything. Everything. I report to him. I send him messages. When we finish the program, I send him a picture. But some of you, I know some things. I don't know everything about you. But do you know the funny thing? Your father, may, you may think your father doesn't know everything. He may know, but since you have not told him, he also acts as though he doesn't know. And those who are doing secret relations. I ask, are you there? Oh, Pastor Charles, oh no. You told me to wait. So I'm waiting. We know can say, message or woman will be no. A child be telling you be honest and be submissive. That's the second but last. Have somebody. How many of you love this part? Have somebody. Anybody who wants to learn how to drive must submit himself to a driver who will say, accelerator. Now, somebody's teaching, this guy taught me how to drive. But I have advanced more when I met Kelvin. Yesterday, let me hear you. I said, I want to close it this way. I said, no, 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 no. Slow it down. But because of an instructor, something was not destroyed. When you lack an instructor, you destroy your own life. You destroy your own life. You must have somebody. Listen, don't be deceived that you know too much that you don't need anybody. No matter what you know. Solomon had David. David gave Solomon wisdom as to how to go about his life. Last point. Ruth believed and submitted to the leadership of the shepherd. Ruth chapter 3. Rest! That's my cousin. If he sees me as cousin, cousin, he may not receive anything. But if he sees me as a man of God, he will start receiving. He receive. What course are you doing? Quantity surveying. Do what are you surveying? Human beings or land? Eh? You must have somebody, George. If you, are, you don't have anybody telling what to do, where to go, where not to go, it's like when you're going to a place, you call them place, I'm going, should I go? And you don't have anybody like that. You are doomed. Many young guys today, they don't tell anybody what they are doing. As one of secret guy, awkward. Not awkward for more grandmaster. And last one. Let's close. Ruth believed and submitted to the leadership of Naomi. Some of you may have people in your life, but you don't believe them and you don't submit to them. Some of you have parents, you don't believe them, you don't submit to them. Oh, my God, what you have for us? Oh, and then now, Odin said, Wait, what is what? Once I know for general, I'm doing some of my hey, old test because they need another. But when you say, Time and none of the end, I know now, no, no, you are standing today because you, you emptied it. You emptied your mother's breast milk. That's why it's asleep today. Tomorrow, somebody will empty yours. Your husband will empty yours. You empty yours. Even if you don't take care of your gate, my crowd will empty. Am I preaching? Some gate men are competing with their masters. But I see you rising. Ruth chapter 3 verse 3 to 6. <clears throat> Look at Naomi told Ruth. Wash and anoint yourself therefore and put on your best clothes. You must have somebody to tell you these things. You are going to a party. Then you are going to a party. Then you are going to a party. Then you are going to a party. 
Do you know why some ladies are dressing the way they dress foolishly? There's nobody telling them that this thing you wore. I know. Hey. How about the then? Wash. Look at what Naomi told Ruth. Wash and. Now, are you telling me that Obia Wawarida is just more? Why would Naomi tell Ruth that? It simply tells you that Ruth was so submitted to Naomi to the point that there were little things Naomi was still able to tell her. Don't outgrow instruction. Nobody can ever outgrow. That's why even Otunfo, he has people around him who advises him. That's something he He has people around him who advise him. Though he's a king, but he has people around him. Even David had what? Somebody who advised him. Wash and anoint yourself, therefore, and put your, your best clothes and go down to the threshing floor. But do not make yourself known to the man. Look at the instruction. And what did Ruth do? Verse 4. Naomi is instructing Ruth. But when he lies down, notice the place he lies. Abirani to normal prophetic instruction. How Ruth can be found by Boaz. This is how Boaz fell in love with Ruth. Because of an instruction from the prophetess or the pastor of Ruth. When you obey the simple instructions of your pastor, your husband will be found. And you too. And you will name. And instructions are the echo when him. What, who are you working with? What instructions are ahead of you? Be on your feet. And Ruth said to her, now read it, want to go? Oh, be on your feet, be on your feet. These are the seven keys of who? Want to, let's read, want to go? Did she say, I'm going to think about it? Oh, some of you, when we advise you, you ask, we hear more. Okay. Me, you, me, you, me, you, me, you. But Ruth said, oh, oh, Junior, oh, oh, not some. Oh. Now, some of you, I can't tell you some things. Bishop, that said it. Said that people, when they come and tell you something, may the Lord be with you. May the Lord answer you. And there are some, you tell them, do this, do this, don't do this, do this. Because he knows that when they do, when he tells them, they will do it. But there are people, you tell them things, they go in this car, that's what this is about, Jimmy. Who knows what I'm going to tell you? That's what I'm going to tell you. No more, Opa, and Naomi, who, was known, who is known till now? Opa and Ruth, who is known till now? Why? Because she had somebody. Opa didn't have anybody to instruct her. Thank God you have me as your shepherd. Yeah. How many of you have been blessed and challenged with the message today? Go and listen to it again and again and again and again and again. Have somebody. Be determined. Take risk. Don't sit and say, things will come to you. Yeah. Even God, he will not come to you until you create an atmosphere for him. I'm never realized that you can break out of that poverty by the keys I've given, seven keys. And seven is perfection. Lift up your hands and talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Hey, I can't hear you. I don't know what you heard. Talk to God. Talk to God. Oh, I said, talk to God. Lift up your hands. Talk to God for one minute. Talk to God. I don't know what you hear, but talk to God. You are. Are you talking to God? I don't know what you heard. Are you talking to God? Every eye closed and every hand lifted. Every eye closed, every hand lifted.
Ruth took a decision. And that was to follow Naomi. Today our Naomi is Jesus. And you must take a decision to follow him. Wherever you are standing, if you know that you are standing in life and with God, close every eye, close. When I say every eye, you are not above instruction. Just close your eyes and listen. Wherever you are, you realize that you are like Ruth and Opa. But today you want to make a decision to move and follow to the right path. You want to make it right with God. You are not serious with God. But today you realize that you would have to take a risk and lose everything and start a new life. Give me a wave and come. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. Every eye closed. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. You want to make a decision like Ruth. Every eye. When I say every eye, they should. They will respond when you make the decision for a change. I'm counting up to 10. You want to make a decision. Because some of us, the families we are coming from here, no matter how academically you are sound, if God does not help you, you may never be able to rise. I'm included. I know where I'm coming from. It's a decision your life will never and ever be. I feel like there is somebody here, one person. God is pushing you. It's like when you are, God is pushing you. Come, make the decision. Come. Ruth made a decision to follow Naomi. And when you come, just talk to God. Before I, I pray with you. You are standing there. You want to make a decision to move out of where you are and make a decision with God. I'm counting up to 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Those in front, close your eyes. And say this with your heart open and with your mouth open. Say, Jesus, I have come to you. Today, I mention your full name. I stand here as empty as I am. Asking for your mercy. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Today, just like Ruth, I have made a decision. To move out, out of my past life and to journey with you into a new life. Say, Jesus, today, write my name in the book of life. Forgive me my sins. Give me a new garment. Make me your child. I, I accept you as my Lord and my personal Savior. From today, do something wondrous with my life. By your mighty power. In the name of Jesus. Say Holy Spirit. Today as I lift up my hands. I open up my heart to you. Have your way. And be enthroned. As Lord. Over my life. In Jesus name. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. Can we celebrate them? God bless you for listening to this message. May your life never be the same as you have connected to the Word of God through his servant, Pastor Charles Inyaba. Connect with the man of God on Facebook and Instagram at Inyaba Charles.